Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. It's your boy, Young Tamarack, and I'm trying to leave my mark as if my name was Marcus. And I'm here with some good people because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is, Alistair. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Stair, the finesse fellow, a.k.a. Papa Stair, a.k.a. that nigga. You know, slime, way, way, slime, way, way, slime. way, way in the back. He over there. Hey, him over there. Yeah, what up, though? Ready to start this podcast, man. I'm ready. Yes, sir. And as always, like I say, my people are always good. And today we have another great guest with us. We got the homie. Jasmine Walker. Some of you may know her as the Skywalker. You know what I mean? I wasn't sure if she wanted me to be saying to use that nickname, but you know, I'm keeping it cool. Welcome, Jasmine. Thank How you, you feeling? I'm feeling well. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm feeling well. Proper mm. English. She ain't say good, y'all. Jasmine. Not grown up. But um, as always, we started the podcast, checking in on everybody's week was um, Alistair, man. How was how, how was your week? My week was good. Actually, I'm sorry. Ladies Dang. first. That was really uh, Yeah, I got you. Thanks, Yeah. How, 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 <laughs> how was your week? Um, I had an okay week, some ups and downs, but always bounced back. So I'm happy tomorrow's Friday. So, oh, amen. Yeah. Amen. I don't think anybody's ever not happy that it's like Friday. Unless you got something crazy, you got to pay Friday. bills. You can be like, "Fuck." I mean, but like that's usually when money come in. You know what I mean? Like you get paid on Fridays, and then, and then you it's broke like on Saturday. Exactly. <laughs> At least you had the opportunity to go broke. You know? <laughs> that's true. At least it was like a chance where you're like, hey, "I'm about to get paid." Back if you don't got it, you know? So okay, that's what's up, Jasmine. I mean, I feel that. I feel like for the most part, everyone everyone has weeks like that. Like, there's, I feel like it's inevitable unless yeah. you're like, I don't even know. Who's somebody who's super famous and would never have a bad day? I feel like everybody, man. I feel like yeah. it's, yeah, it's nobody, no way around it. No way around it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, but there's always good days too. Alistair, though. Now, how was your week? Yeah. Um, you for me, my week's been good. Uh, yesterday, the fourth, uh, Nami finally hit two months. So hey, know, congrats! Feel like a proud parent. Uh, we went for her two month checkup. She got three shots. Two months in on to, a lifetime. I was about to cry, dog, because they right. they made me hold her arms down because they were like, you know, she's gonna wiggle. Yeah, you don't want her to move. So oh. then, like, I held her down, and she didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so then, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> she had no it's clue. funny because she's a baby. She, she had no know. clue. So then the doctor pulls oh. up, said, "Bow in the leg." She said. <gasps> Looked me in my eye. I was like, like why would you let them do this to me? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. Got three shots. She was balling. But, you know, it's for the, it's for the better. It's vaccines, you know. Are oh, you I, not a non-vaxxer? Who? I had the vaccine. I'm asking. I'm asking. You're not a non-vaxxer. Nah. You know, they be saying vaccines be doing some crazy things. To, With all to this foolishness kids. going on and all these viruses and diseases, I'd rather her be vaccined up. You know okay. Vaccined up. Vaccined New term. Up. Yeah, respect. Respect. Damn. Well, other than that, my week's been pretty good. Get uh, get a little gym work in. Uh, about to have a time trial on Saturday. You know, just a personal one. Give me right for pen. And uh, good, you know, got good, stuff, good stuff. Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that you're uh, you're getting back to running. Like I said, we were talking about that. It's about to be lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoping that you have a good time trial. Do you just hold like the the like the timer and just like run, like drop the phone and go, or how's that? Yeah, how's, how's uh, I'm actually gonna have Kayla pull up to the track. Ah, uh, smart. Gonna... Yeah, it's one across the line. So, boop. Hopefully, she, you know. And time's it up, right? Okay, cool. I mean, as for me, uh, my week was cool. Um, Ghana Independence is coming up on um, on Saturday. So, I'm going to go up to uh, to New York mm, where do it up, uh, huh? COVID-19 is running rampant right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just wanted to challenge myself and my immune system to see if I can really do it. So, <laughs> okay. um, I'm looking forward to it. This might be our last <laughs> podcast. This might be but, our um, last. Nah, it doesn't affect Africans anyways. But, um... <laughs> So, yeah, but um, that's what I got going on this weekend coming up. So I'm excited about that. Um, flag football is about to start up soon. Can't wait. So I'm getting excited about that. Can't wait. Um, yeah, and just um, Are you trying to, to work out in, though? Cause on Saturday? This be two Saturdays back to back that you missed. Wait, what time? You want to go at 10? We can go at 10. I'm going to be tired, bro. I don't know if I can waste that yeah, energy, you don't need bro. To do that. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm just saying, make sure you get yours in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I might just, um, might, nah, never mind. I don't have time. Oh, oh, I might just have to find some other time to go work out. But, um, I forgot. So you threw me off. Where was I at? But yeah, my week was cool, though. All in all, it was solid. It was solid. Uh, I can't complain. Um, but, um, Alistair, can you hook us up with the top five for this week? 
Top five, top five, top five. Most definitely. We're going to do top five role models slash people that inspire you. Is anybody bold enough to go first? Are you looking at me? I guess. Oh, no. No, that's cool. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, Number one, I'd have to say my mama. Uh, Number two, I'd say. Good cliche answer. Yeah, of course. Inky Johnson. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. That the dude with the arm? Yeah. Yeah, he be spitting them bars yeah. of life. I feel it. Um, I'd have to say Michael Eric Dyson, uh, well-spoken black man, very educated, Georgetown professor. Uh, I'd have to say my cousin, Tony. And last, I'd say Eric Thomas. Very big impact on my life. Honorable mention, of course, The Bean, Kobe Bryant. Hmm. I thought you would say that. Jasmine, do you want to go with your list next, or would you like me to go? You can go ahead. I'll go last. I don't know why I'm asking questions. <laughs> in my podcast, I should just be going. <laughs> All right, so uh, much like Alice, there are multiple family members that I can include. So, like uh, my mother, my father, um, my uncle Eric, um, oh, uh, even even Joe, actually. So, like like I said, a lot a lot of my family members uh, inspire me, and I look up to them uh, just because of one simple thing about all those people is uh, their work ethic. Extremely hard workers, um, and like if they're working on something, like they're working on something. So, mm. like I respect that. Um, number two. Um, LeBron James, man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I look, I look up to LeBron, bro. We came up with LeBron. He was like the Jordan of our era. Um, even though he be saying some like corny like stuff sometimes that like we already know, but it's like it's cool because you Bron. Um, but yeah, man, look, look, look at all the things he's done. Like you said, he's bigger than basketball. The whole I promise school, like giving kids like tuition to go to and school. And every time, every time he opens his mouth, you definitely listen. Yeah, so, so like yeah, it's Le- impactful. Yeah, like I, I bang with LeBron. Okay. Um, Hugh Hefner. Just because, I mean, I mean, come on, it's you Hefner. Why wouldn't you put him on your list? Um, Barack Obama. Oh, oh. Um, right back. Right back. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I see, yeah, Bryce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barack Obama. And last but not least, Jesus. Mm, safe. Safe. Perfection. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like, I like that. that, too. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. My turn? Mm-hmm. All right. No, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... A little cliche, but of course, my mom. Mama! Um, my grandma, although she's not here anymore, grandma. I feel like she's still inspiration because she's somebody who always told me to persevere and that I could reach my goals. So mm. that sticks to me still today. Um, and then also my mentor, Ebony Nicole. She's awesome. Um, definitely a role model, somebody I inspire to be potentially like mm-hmm. as I continue to grow. Um, and then I also put Candace Wiggins. She plays basketball. She's big on sisterhood. She has a lot of foundations in her um, hometown that helps the community. Um, that's something I aspire to do. So definitely look up to her. And she played basketball like me. So, mm. um, And then the last one, um, I said Vanessa Bryant. Um, hey. Just recently, I got to shout her out. Um, it's a strong woman yeah, right there. Yeah, like she's strong really a strong woman. Right woman. Um, everything she's going through with the loss of her daughter um, and her husband, I'm just like, I commend her um, for her speaking out because I know, like, I couldn't imagine. So, definitely inspirational. Did so. you see that? Did you see the tribute? Yeah, the tribute was yeah. great. It was yeah, sad. I didn't get a chance to watch that. And then I was at work. I was going into work. I was at work. I was boohooing. Oh, woof. It was. It was tough. Because it was just the line of people that went out to give the tribute. Yeah. It was like Jimmy Kimmel. Dang. Mm. And I, it was like Jimmy Kimmel. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's tearing up. They give it to Vanessa. Mm. She's struggling through it. She gives it a um I forget who is next, but then Jordan's up there. He's yeah. boohooing. Shaq's boohooing. Boo-hooing. Yeah, bro. Uh Rob Palenka. I was like, I mean, you gotta think though, man. Like this Kobe thing is gonna be with us for a little while, man. Yeah. Like it's not yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's he's he I think I heard somebody say he's as big as like Michael Jackson, if not bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like cause like it's like Kobe, the black yeah. mama. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody knows Kobe. So I, yeah, it's just it's 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 really sad, um, and Don't yeah, man, mean. it just it just shows you, man, you gotta you gotta go at it. Yeah, you have you to gotta go at it. it. Um, and speaking of go at it, uh, Jasmine, part of the reason why you're here is because technically you're someone who does go at it because you have your own LLC, the imprint. Yes. Um, could you tell people a little bit about what the imprint is and I guess the mission of the imprint? Okay. Um, So the Imprint LLC, um, changing our lives through impact. Our mission 
Um, well, first, it's a mental health organization. Um, we have different aspects that we cover, which is mentorship, individual family therapy, therapeutic sports engagement, and sibling support groups. Um, so we also have seven pillars that we follow that are under the imprint, um, which is influence, manifest, produce, um, radiance, uh, innovative. Okay, you about to say you better come on. testimonial. I'm Speaking sorry. Okay. So um, we kind of put our mission around those seven pillars because we know that these are things that are youth in our community. Um, deal with, and we want to be sure that these are things they're tackling and going through their journey um, as they work towards adulthood. So, damn. And just based off hearing that, Jasmine alone, it sounds like you actually read your books at school because, <laughs> like, everything that you just said was like was was good information. It wasn't like wasteful, but it sounded like. You knew what the hell you were talking oh, about in terms of like your own, industry. She brought her own visual aid. Like yeah. y'all can't see this, but she got a whole pamphlet here. Like yo, y'all going? <laughs> no, that was dope. That about was dope. my shit. That was dope. <laughs> so I respect that. Respect so, um, being that I went to school with you, I, I know that you, but you studied what social work? Yes. Okay, so social work. Okay, so I, I know we just heard about the imprint, but let's take a step back. Okay. I guess what even got you into into that lane, or like what made you decide to be like, All right, I want to get into like doing social work. Um, so I guess for me, uh, I know a lot of people experience things in their childhood or growing up that causes them to pick certain avenues for their career. Um, so for me, I think there was a lot of things that I was missing as a child and growing up and trying to figure those things out on my own and navigate um, on my own and just kind of learning as I went. Um, so I thought that it would be important um, for me to kind of... Fi- fill that gap that is missing mm-hmm. or that was missing for me. So I wanted to be able to um, give back to my community in a way that I could reach people the way I wish I was reached when I was growing up. So that's when I was like, okay, so how can I do that? And then that's when I started doing some research and I'm like, okay, I want to be a social worker. And I know like as a kid, we always have dreams. Like I know when I was younger, it was like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. But then as I started Experiencing things, that shit was hard as hell. Right, yeah, and then I'm and like, expensive. I started experiencing like different things in my life, and I'm like, okay, no, I think I want to do social work. And then so from high school on, like I was so focused on that, um, and then I went back and got my master's in it. And at that point, when you're on your master's level, it's like Two you're degrees. you're solely focused on your career in that field. So it's like all social work, you know, undergrad. We're like. Okay, we're taking history, math, yeah, yeah, yeah. science. All those and nonsense like, classes that you don't... I don't care about this. Yeah. But like, I knew it was my passion and my purpose when I got into that field in my master's program and I was out doing the work. So I just feel like it gave me a chance, an opportunity to give back um, to the community, especially to youth, because I know like a lot of youth go through a lot of traumatic situations um, and they just need support and help. Um, and if you have one person who listens to you, supports you or motivates you just tell you can do something... Um, it's definitely obtainable. So, who do you feel like that that first person was to actually be listening to you as a as a youth? Um, for me, I had two. Um, I would say my grandmother, because she was the one who always told me like you can do anything you put your mind to. Like you got this, because she knew like growing up it was hard for me, but she always had the words that encouraged me. So when she passed away, it was like okay, like let me keep doing what she told me I could do. Like let me make her proud. Um, and then my basketball coach that I had, I think it was a sixth grade. That was somebody who was very helpful and influential for me because I was able to use the sport as an outlet um, for a lot of things that I was dealing with at home or a lot of things I couldn't understand. Um, so I definitely think having that coach who like believed in me, would work with me extra time, mm-hmm. help me with my schoolwork, it just, it just showed me, OK, like I can do better, even though I don't feel like I have the support like maybe at home, like I really need. So, yeah. Damn, that's what's up. But it, it, even like once again, listening to, to you talk about it, I, I, I feel like you were thinking on like a whole different, and this is probably due to like, I guess what you were going through at your life, but you were thinking on like a whole different wavelength than I could have even like imagined mm-hmm. to be, be thinking at that she time. She said at high school, I knew what I was going to right. do. Right. And I said, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> like me going like into high school, like, I wasn't thinking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I want to do. I was just like, yo, niggas about to go to high school. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's about to be lit. Like, I'm excited. But even like going to college, I was sitting there thinking. And it I'm, took me a while to figure that out too. And, and they, you know, 
you, your freshman year, you don't have to necessarily declare a major. Right. Um, but then, you know, the end of like your uh, that second semester is coming around. And so they call you into the like your administrator's office and then you got to pick what a major. You, you know right. what I mean? And I got asked the question and I was like, I, I, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. have no clue. So like, I really admired like the fact that you that you were able to figure out, you know, what you wanted to do early on. And in terms of um, you using basketball as like an outlet, um, I guess, how do you feel like the game has shaped you to to this point? Um, So I would say like the game of basketball for me um, throughout my college career. So I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I literally had four different coaches in four years. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's tough. I think that was like a big test for me just as a person because, you know, you learn one way of coaching and you get used to that and you finally mold into that role and then boom, that coach is gone. So it's like learning how to navigate um, and still enjoy the game I loved, but having to learn a different way to do it each time. It was frustrating, but it, it definitely taught me patience, mm-hmm. um, adversity, teamwork. Uh, how to navigate things and work with different kind of people. Um, that was something I definitely learned and gained from the sport. Uh, and most importantly, just like the hard work and the work ethic, like practices and working out two-a-days and the mental toughness to kind of balance that because you're not just an athlete, you're a student athlete. So that was like, that definitely helped me to stay on track with my um, academic goals as well. So, How did you go about balancing the academic and athletic life? Because me, personally... <laughs> Uh, like my first year, I was, I sat out, I was ineligible because of clearinghouse. I didn't okay. get it done in time. So my first year, I had like a three, two. I'm hype. I'm like, oh, college, college is easy. Yeah. <laughs> I had track. I was like, oh, wait, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, let me, t- let me check the study hall out real quick. So it was like definitely tough. So how do you, how'd you go about balancing the two? Um, well, some of it was kind of like. I had to because I knew like, oh, if I don't have no grades, I can't play. <laughs> so that was a part of it. It was like, it's either this or no playing time. Um, so that kind of helped me with the self-motivating. Um, but as far as the balancing of the schoolwork and being an actual athlete, um, just kind of setting schedules. Like I'm big on writing out things every month. So like if I knew I had exams coming up, I'll kind of break up. Okay, how many times I'm going to study this week to make sure I pass my exam? Um, but a lot of time I will be honest, I did just do so good on like my classwork and homework. So the exam was like, okay, you take the exam, but you still gonna get that A or B because yeah. you already, you know, right. You know, you helping. Yeah. I so I was just very involved with that. And I think um it also helped like your teachers kind of are more understanding, they know you're playing a sport. So sometimes if we had away games. I might get a little bit of extra time where I can turn some things in early. So just kind of communicating with my teachers and my coaches so that we all were on the same page. That yeah, was like a you made it thing. sound like it's uh, it's pretty simple actually. I feel like yeah. <laughs> a lot of athletes don't do that. Because yeah. <laughs> like, she said she was turning work in early. I was yeah. like, dang, I was just that wasn't even a possibility <laughs> in your head. Like it wasn't even something. Like, I was like, I'm getting on this plane, yeah. going to Texas, work I early, come back, yeah. and maybe I can email you or like uh, we'll see about back. that. Let me get an extra yeah. week. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> exam. Uh, I'll get back to you. We're gonna reschedule that. Like, no, yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy. Wait, so but before you came to Frostburg, you went to school somewhere else, right? Yeah, so I, I got my associates. I did two years at Frederick Community College. You hooped there too? Yeah, I played two years there. Um, it was a trying time there. Again, I had two different coaches. So mm. my first two years. Damn, college, so even damn. at different schools? Yeah, so it was. Damn. Yeah, so it was definitely um, challenging for me. Um, I never like lost my passion for it but it was just kind of frustrating and trying to navigate and learn different coaching styles every single year um and i feel like as soon as i was like at the point where i was comfortable and confident in my role i had to uh, get accustomed to another coach so yeah it was a struggle but it definitely looking back i definitely learned a lot from those experiences and like just to keep pushing through because things always could change so so you said that you were able to maintain your passion for the game and earlier in the podcast, you spoke on how you have a, what was that 
program that you have for the kids? Oh, Therapeutic Sports Engagement Program. Yes. Can you speak a little more on that? Yes. So the Therapeutic Sports Engagement Program um, is a basketball program that the imprint will be doing um, with young girls and boys. So it's a co-ed program. The, the purpose of that program, because for me, like I spoke of earlier, basketball was a haven for me. That was a way for me to cope with a lot of things I dealt with growing up as a child. Um, and now in my role as a social worker, I do see a lot of um, kids who play sports or go through things and like they have an issue of trying to understand or balancing, you know, schoolwork and sports and their traumas or things they're dealing with at home. So the goal of the therapeutic sports engagement is to use basketball as a haven, um, a way to motivate the youth. Um, but through our program, you'll also be able to touch on different things. So we'll have different themes for every practice. So maybe Monday, we have a practice. It could be motivational Mondays. So what's your motivation? Why do you want to play basketball? Or what do you see yourself doing two years from now? So you use the sport to, to teach valuable lessons to the youth in your community. Because I feel like, like I spoke on, there's things that I learned from basketball that I still use today in my mm -hmm. adult life. So that's pretty much what it's touching on. And we'll use like therapeutic words, um, quotes and missions throughout our practices to help soothe and, and cope with certain things that the youth go through. So It's more than a game. I feel that. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. And also you, uh, you were speaking about how you had a mentor. I think you said her name was Ebony. Nicole. Ebony Nicole. Okay. So um, I guess how how much of an influence has she had on on, on getting you to, to this point point now? Um, so I would say Ebony has been very influential for me. Um, I've, I've known her for about three and a half years now, and I feel like I met her at a perfect time in my life. How did you meet your mentor? Um, we actually were at an outing. Um, an outing? Yeah. Mm. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a, a event that we all were at. Yeah. Um, and I kind of was just speaking to her, asking questions. And then we were able to see, like, we had a lot of things in common. Like, we're both only children. Um, and she told me, like, she was preparing to work on her doctoral program. Um, she has was working on buying a house and just like a lot of things that I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. um, she has her, she had her own condo at the time. So I still was able to see her process from having her own condo to now having her own house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so just seeing her, you know, she's single. Um, she does have a son. Um, but just seeing her being able to like tackle motherhood, um, work on her doctoral program, buy a house um, and just reach her goals. Like she does so many different things in the community. Um, and just being able to balance that and still be like a happy, joyful person. She was someone who I felt like inspired me and came in a point in my life to show me like, okay, Jazz, like you can do this. Like, yeah, it seems like a lot or you have a lot of things you're still learning, but it can be done um, no matter what you go through. Um, I know as well, she had some of the similar challenges in her childhood. So just like she was very relatable and I could see like the inspiration that she brought to my life. So. I actually asked her, like, oh, well, That was going to be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you might like, give her a like, note and be like, yeah. be like mentor, can you be yes my or mentor? No? Check yes or no. <laughs> yes, because I was like, it was just too much in common. And I just, like, I just knew, like, I need her around, like, all the time. So, yeah, she's definitely a great inspiration. So I truly appreciate her. That's big. Yeah, no, gotta, sure. that's what that's one thing I feel like I'm missing. I feel like if I had a mentor, it'd be like, I'll well, mentor you, bro. I got you, bro. I got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got all the lessons. You say crossing the green, <laughs> never yeah, in between. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Jazz, I do have a question. Okay. So, you were a Hooper. Yes. Did you ever think about going pro? Um, I thought about like playing overseas. Mm -hmm. But I think after, I won't lie, like after just having four different coaches, like once I got to my senior year, I was, was, a, like, was like, man, I'm over it. I've been through so much these four years. I think I could just get into like a summer league and call it a day. <laughs> 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 so sometimes I'll do like leagues locally, but like it was never really a consistent feel for me, like professionally. Okay. And, um, I feel like we deviated a little bit from the from the imprint, but uh, how long how long has the imprint uh, been around actually? So I actually um, got my official LLC October first, twenty nineteen. 
Um, so March 1st made five months. Um, however, my mentoring programs have been around since 2017, um, but I have been doing them under other agencies that I worked for. Mm-hmm. So I just decided, okay, like this is cool. But you know, when you work for other people, you can't really navigate or How do you your programs the way you want to. So I'm like, okay, I think it's time for me to do my thing under my own organization so that I can see it the way I have the vision for it in my head. So, so 2017 for the programs, but officially my own business owner since October 1st, 2019. What was the process of getting your LLC like? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it was, it was difficult. Cause you know, when you've never done something, it's like you have to research um, sometimes you're lucky to have someone who's done it that's near you and just say, okay, do this, this, and this. Yeah. For me, I wasn't that lucky. So I had to really, um, Google was the starter. I started with Google, um, and got certain, com- um, confirmations on like who I need to speak to, um, in Maryland, because you have to do it based on your state that you're in, of course. Um, so just going through the navigations of who I need to speak to, how much certain things cost. Like I literally for a couple months was just in the house because it's like I'm paying for all this stuff because I know it's going to benefit and invest. Mm-hmm. So I can't go to happy hour every weekend no more. Can't so, go to brunch. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't go to brunch. Like I've been no lady in the city. Is yeah, okay. it was really a struggle for me because I'm just used to moving, you know. But I was like, okay, I gotta take like Those sixty are the worst days. Times. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta take sixty days and just like save these coins and put them towards the LLC. So it was challenging. Um, I definitely think. It was worth it um, to see that your investment and your money that you kind of waste is going towards something that's going to actually produce more for you. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it was definitely a challenge, but I got through it. So, so you have an uh, event coming up, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, I am. Okay, um, and can you tell us a little bit about the event, Jasmine? Jeez. <laughs> Why are you trying to hide the information? No, not hiding it. I do. (laughs) Okay, yes. So our official business launch fundraiser event will take place April 3rd, 2020 um, from 730 to 1130 downtown Silver Spring. Um, So our event will have vendors. It will be networking opportunity, food, dessert. Um, You'll have guest performances, video productions, um, and we'll just kind of tackle and talk about the stigma behind mental health. Mm. Because that's more so why I created my organization to bring awareness because I feel like it is stigmatized, especially in our communities. It's like, oh, if something's wrong, we don't want to talk about it. Um, you'll Smoke be okay. Yeah. Just pray about it. Smoke it out, you know? Yeah. Don't so, get some honey. Right. So, but those that's problems. like great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes those things might work, but the problems still are there. For so sure. We want to definitely tackle that and be okay with dealing with it and getting the help we need. It's okay to not be okay. And um, that's definitely something that I want to highlight um, and acknowledge and make people feel comfortable with getting help and knowing that it's okay if you need help. So our event is coming up. Make sure y'all come and get y'all tickets. Because I'm going to get be, my ticket. Yes, it's going to be dope. Is there going to be food? Yes, okay, I said I that. It's going to be food. Sorry, right? I, I got you. Don't food. worry. You're definitely you know, going to have food. You know black people not coming. Not you food, can't man. come if it's, you know, I got to have food. You'd be surprised. You might get there and she might lock doors and be like, all right. <laughs> Everybody, open up your wallets. It's like, no. No, no, no. Definitely will be food. We don't have a dessert table. It'll be nice. We got some stuff. Okay. What are some ways that uh, you feel like you practice uh, self-care? For me, who? that's a good question. Because I struggle with self-care, but I'm getting better as the days go on. Um, But I do work out more recently. I think that's helping me a lot, working out. Um, Going to get my nails and stuff done sometimes, which is a spa. Treat yourself. Yeah, like treating myself definitely helps with Mm -hmm. self-care. Listening to music, I'm big on that. Um, Yeah, those are some things I do. And maybe go play basketball here and there, but I'm out of shape, so. I'm going to apply an Aztec clay mask when I leave here, actually. So uh, that's my that's part of my self-care. If you think I'm lying, I'll post a picture, too. Right? Please do. I'm actually not going to post exactly. a picture of myself in the clay mask. Oh, I can't wow. let people know that. So, so then, I'm working on my, then I'm working on my skin. What? What would they say? 
Nah, I'm joking. Nah, I'm, nah, I don't care. I'm definitely gonna take care of my skin. <laughs> but um, where do you hoop at? Because there's like nowhere to hoop in this area. So I go to East County, like Open Gym. Oh, so you go to the rec? Yeah, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Yeah, but it's convenient. It's right by my house. So. I hate the rec so much. You have no idea. <laughs> Maybe you need to get into like a league, like nah, the fall, nah, summer. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 nah. I just want to go, you know, talk a little mess. Or you can go to Frostburg. Maybe do a pro hopper once. Go the pro hopper. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go up to Frostburg. Yeah. <laughs> just a hoop. All right, Joe. I'm like, y'all. I'm about to be back. <laughs> hey, where you going, Bryce? Yeah, oh. I'm about to. I'm about to go hoop. <laughs> we try to go. All right, y'all. It's two hours away, though. You say. I mean. And on top of that, you got to make sure they it's a day the where the gym, gym is. <laughs> really? Yes. You got to make sure it's the day where it's actually you know open gym now. Yeah, I heard they would do too. Yeah, shout out to Frostburg. You mean shout out to us. We paid for that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to us. <laughs> Jasmine. I don't know, man. But, no, nah, definitely um, back to the to the whole mental, mental health thing. Why do you think it's such a, a, a stigma, though, that like... Black people don't talk about mental health. Um, I think it's a stigma because um, a lot of generations prior um, didn't, like when you had an issue, it's just like, okay, let's pray about it or it's nothing wrong. But say, for example, I use this example all the time. Like if you have cancer, we say, okay, you need to go to the doctors, right? Like, okay, we need to go get some something to help us to cure your cancer. Mm-hmm. But if you have depression or you're like not feeling like yourself, it's like, oh, we'll just go take a nap or, you know, go pray about it. You'll be okay. So I think it's just like, it's becoming more adamant in our younger generation because mm-hmm. there's a lot of social media. Like we have a lot of kids that are like looking at social media, like, oh, I don't look like this or getting bullied, cyberbullying. It's just a lot of things that's going on now. And it's a lot of confusion on how the kids are feeling because, People don't take it serious if they say, mom, I don't feel okay. It's like, okay, you'll be all right. Let's pray about it. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong with you. You're crazy. So I think the issue and why it's stigmatized is because people don't accept when people come out and say something about it. It's like... But it's hard. It's kind of... In some situations, it is hard to hear a kid be like, yeah, I'm I'm being bullied. I, yeah. I I can't I can't take it anymore. We were, I mean I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I was I'm not gonna say I was like bullied to the point I was right. like I don't go to school. Right. But I was bullied at one point in my life, yeah. and I was like, I'm right, gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna keep going through it. Like, right. That's just part of. I guess school. you're. I mean, yeah, I, I I definitely hear what you're saying on that, but I guess it's just a part of your personal mental fortitude. Yeah. Um, and I guess like it speaks to like the person you are, but I mean also like like I guess your foundation. Um, mm-hmm. Some people have different foundations from other people, but then again, you can have a very solid foundation and still go through those things. Because right. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really just depends. No, I think I think the real issue or like the reason why people feel the way they do is because, um, like, okay, so with cancer, you can um, like you can see like symptoms like of somebody like being like physically sick or like right. whatever. I mean, of course, with depression, some people like, people they lay in the bed, yeah. Oh, they yeah. like they get distant, but it's not like it's not as like easily Easy. detectable. You know mm, what I mean? It's harder right. to. To kind of like gaze yeah, at, especially if you're a parent, they'll, like, they'll put that mask on. You're doing like, a whole bunch of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you have a lot of kids, yeah. it's like okay, like I'm doing this, I'm working. So right. So yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a little bit of responsibility on like pretty much like the village of people who like kind of raise you to like be able to help and see some of those things. But like you said, people are just like, oh well, I guess I'm just gonna pray for you and and, and you know that'll that'll work it out. Yeah. And I mean, prayer does prayer does miracles. Right. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, there's still a certain amount of work that you personally have to do as mm-hmm. well at the end of the day, no matter what. So, I just feel like, yeah, we've we've been skipping the step of doing mm-hmm. the work the whole entire time. But, like, definitely the fact that people can't, like, see or, like, or it's harder to see mm-hmm. that you feel like that way. Or it's something where perhaps people feel like you might even be faking it because it's not, like, something you can, like, put a detector on. Like, COV, right. COVID-19. and detect at, my job, I, at my job, I had a kindergartner. A kindergartner. Mm. Who was like, yeah, uh, I want to kill myself, mm. and I said, "Wow, huh? Mm-hmm. Hold up, let me let me see, let me try to find yeah, what's going yeah. on at home." And I talked to the guidance counselor. She was like, "I don't ever see anything like that." I talked to the teacher. She was like, "He's an angel. I don't mm-hmm. ever see anything like that." And I was just like, "Clearly, something's happening that we need to have some red flags for." So it's like right. it's kind of hard dealing with situations like that, and 
believing a kid. I'm not gonna say believing in kindergarten, but like processing right. how he could even know what that means. Because when I was in kindergarten, wasn't think about that. No, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm trying to figure out what my favorite color is. Yeah, it's like, uh, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that can kind of be like a blessing and a curse because like we don't process it, but it's like if we don't answer to it or take it serious and mm-hmm. then it happens it's like yeah. oh well he was serious about this so i think that's also like trying to bridge that gap um it's also why i came up with the imprint because i feel like we might see it or hear it and then it's like oh he's not serious until it happens yeah. and then it's like oh i it's wish late, i would have yeah. and it's too late so i think it's definitely important and i'm glad you for you to say like well i spoke to the guidance counselor yeah, like, like yeah. it wasn't like you just heard yeah, it you and it was steps, like yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay yeah because it like <laughs> i don't know if i could like really process or sit with that if it was just like it happened yeah and i was just like oh i'm gonna kick my feet up he's right. just bullshit yeah but so yeah yeah but I think, like, you, that goes back to what you said. It goes to back to your foundation, like, what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because just looking on the outside in, I see Miles pull up, and he runs the household. It's like, ah. Sounds like he had a, well, I mean, he has a pretty solid life if he's running the household, so, I mean. And kindergarten? Come on, Bryce. <laughs> Come on, Bryce. <laughs> I mean, if he asks for breakfast for dinner, you know, and he gets that, then, I mean, I don't know. That seems pretty lit to me. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. I just the mental health wave has definitely uh got become major. And I feel like, yeah, I never uh I never foresaw that coming. I mm-hmm. I don't know. And but I never ever sat and thought about my own like I guess mental health. So I always felt like I was fine. I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean I'm not laughing because I mean other people aren't fine because that'd yeah. be terrible. But like I'm laughing because it's just, yeah, it's never even like dawned upon me or, or like it occurred to me that like damn, like I need to sit down and think about my mental health. No, once you do, once you do, you can really like, oh, who's that at the door? Oh, this is the first on the podcast. We never had somebody <laughs> knock on the door. Oh, wow. <laughs> Intern Donzel. Intern Donzel. He's in the building. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, or you just for tuning into the episode for the first time, we recently acquired Donzel, um, our intern. Um, <laughs> and hey, look, Donzel, I respect you. All right, I'll still be saying the wild stuff about you and to you during episodes. Hey, like man, he'll be he like, put your wage out there. I didn't. I wasn't gonna say that about you. I mean, you really put nothing out there technically because I mean that's what his wage is so I mean you know, but you don't yeah. have to tell the people that uh, I mean I think they can infer what intern kind of means right, you know you'd be surprised but Donzel if you want some water you're more than welcome to have some wanted no water for you Donzel well, we're glad to have you here buddy but um where was I guys talking about mental health yeah, before mental Donzel. health and how you never really interrupting us right, right. and how I Jesus. never really thought about it and so I guess what would you guys say would be the first step in analyzing your own mental health I would say the first step would be to really have that time to just sit with yourself because I feel like we're always moving, like working, trying to work on our own side gigs. You're never really just sitting with yourself. And if you are, you might lay down or you're eating or you're watching TV. So you're really not focusing Focusing. just on self. So I would say like just to have that moment in time where you're just really focusing on yourself, even if it was like for 15 to 20 minutes to process like what's really going on with you when you have that moment to yourself. Cause it's easy to not think about like, Oh, what am I thinking about myself when I'm working or trying to work on my business or eating or watching TV or like playing sports. So having that time, I think that would definitely help to just sit with yourself and really process like what you actually are feeling. Yeah. When I started to do that, I was like, I started meditating. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like a solid 15 or 10 minutes to sit there. And then now it just takes now. I take like a solid twenty minute nap, and it's like sit down, chill, refresh everything. I'm like, oh, all right, let's go. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep the engine going because you mm-hmm. have to figure out and juggle all these different things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so when you meditate, do you like sit down and do the whole like? Nah, you don't have to do like the whole hum, but you could just you know like literally just get comfortable, close your eyes, and just focus on your breathing. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
your inhale, your exhale. Um, and then one thing that the app, because I use an app, they say, focus on like the rising of your chest. So if you're just like thinking about that, you're not like in tune with, oh, the TV's on, oh, mm-hmm. the light, oh, this, oh, that. It's just like something as simple as that. And it's just peaceful. That's mm. what I will say. Mm, okay. I'm going to have to give it a try, guys. Yeah. One sure of these so days. Good. Probably not tonight, though. Tomorrow. Tomorrow so some, sounds Because he has a face mask to do. Because I got some stuff to do. That face mask is definitely going down. <laughs> that is for sure. Gonna mix it with apple cider vinegar. Okay. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Wash with Dr. Bronner's peppermint soup. I wish that Dr. Bronner sponsored this show, actually. That'd be amazing. But I don't know. I think I've said the N-word too many times for them to sponsor it. <laughs> so we'll see though. Hopefully, you know. You're gonna bleep, you can bleep yourself. Ah man, bleeping's a lot of work, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Seriously, if, if you ever sit down and like try to bleep out like everything in a podcast, it's just you just gotta let it roll. You just gotta make sure you're not saying anything too, too left. Like honestly, doing the role models earlier, you weren't here, Dante. I was gonna say Donald J. 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 Trump, but everyone would have been like, "Oh, Bryce, you're wilding out. Like, what are you doing?" And it just would have been like, "You support? You're a MAGA supporter." You know what's crazy? No. Bryce is transitioning into Kanye before my very eyes with all these podcasts. You know, a few episodes back, he said slavery was a choice. <laughs> Wow, this guy Bryce is a liar. Alice is a liar. Alice is a liar. He's just a big Ampton, bro. bro. <laughs> no, I tell you, you were sitting right there, dog. I know you was there. You're big Ampton, bro. I didn't say that, bro. For my very eyes. I said slavery was moist. And that's what oh. I said. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't usually have women guests, unfortunately. But since we do have, I mean, that sounds just so bad. Just I mean, there's not a good way to say that. No, I know. I would have been like, uh, you know, sometimes we don't have women on podcasts. Unfortunately, but since we do uh, have one on today, I do have a question. Okay. In your opinion, how do women shoot their shot? Um, it depends on the place, the location. Damn. Um. And you just gotta go. Yeah, it, I think it depends on the location. In my opinion, in my personal experience, um, depending on where I am, then if do you need examples or I mean, if you, if you like, yes, <laughs> those examples. I mean, come we on, can set, we can paint the picture. All right, like, if you I'm know. on Instagram, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, it might be you know a couple likes, and then I might get a couple likes back. Okay, and then. I might comment on something that you post. Is it an old picture? No, more so like a snap. Oh, like a story. story. Yeah, story, story, story. Comment on that Mm -hmm. based on your response. Keep keep the conversation going. Engage you out. And it's pretty much, that's kind of you going snap. Because then you see, you know, you shoot your shot, see where their vibe is. And it might keep going. You might get the number. You never know. Okay. So that's one way. Yeah. Um, another location. How about in person? How you shooting your shot? How you how, how you go about that? If I really want to shoot my shot, hopefully I'm a little tipsy. I'm not gonna lie. That definitely helps. It helps, it, helps, it helps for everybody. It helps for everybody. Don't let nobody ever lie to you and yeah, say nothing. Just to be sure, you know, so my nerves aren't up anxiety because you don't really know what's gonna happen. But it's like, okay, this is but like, why we, why people, why we be so worried about it? Like nothing bad is going. Like I'll least, be, I'll be shocked if somebody pull a gun out and shoot me. I'd be like, hey, my name is Bryce. <laughs> nice to meet you. you know, it's not. not, it's not oh, that but like, we're you know worried. It's the fear. Like we all fear rejection. Who wants like, to be rejected? It's really not that bad though. And like I'm even having to tell myself sometimes. Like when I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yo, like the worst thing that like this <laughs> young woman can say no. is no. Bro, just go. And you just be like, all right, cool. That's but, true. I mean, liquor courage helps everything. Oh, yeah. yeah it makes it so, way easier. So, yeah, you de- you definitely got to have a drink to win, you know. And then you just, maybe you just say, hey, how are you? I'm Jasmine. But at least you're forward. A lot yeah. of women, they'll, they'll, they'll just get the eyes like. Yeah. Now, I also think it could be an age factor, too. Because I feel okay. like at one point in my life, I was not about that life. Or I just felt like. For sure. He should be approaching me while mm-hmm. I'm approaching him. But as I've gotten older, it's like, okay, if I see something that I'm interested in, Why I might not, not see it again. Oh, so let me just see what's up. Hmm. So age can definitely play a factor. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it don't really matter. I feel like 
If they say yes, they say yes. Nah, I feel like I, I don't want to say age is not necessarily a factor. I mean, with some with some people, yeah. I mean, you might say that <clears throat> younger girls probably aren't going smack, but like you said, there's some people who have that same mindset already. Even like regardless of their age, yeah. they're like, if I see something that I want, then I go. But like the signature that I've seen from girls for the most part is definitely the eye contact thing. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, if you like catch like eye contact with somebody sometimes it'd be an accident but then like you gotta reaffirm you saying yeah not like right away like, but you like wait like you like you say you're, you're in the party you're like uh you're saying all right cool you catch that first one like all right we caught the first one cool then you go back to kind of bob and maybe take a sip of your drink and, you look again. and then you just like all right cool and then you Guaranteed. come back and you'd be like all right bet it's the second time all right cool 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 let me really confirm this time the third time you're saying uh 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 all right cool and then and then you gotta yeah just, i won't now. lie that is definitely a factor. That's how it goes. She's looking single at time. you three, four times. Yeah, that's how you. Some, then you gotta go. Yeah, you got to. Unless definitely. you don't want to go, then at that point you don't have to go. But I just feel like I feel like when I was younger though, I definitely didn't like that for sure. I'd be like, man, why? Why? why, why, just why, just why yeah, why can't nobody say nothing? But I mean, mm-hmm. I guess like you said, like for the most part, people feel like they need to be approached yeah. uh, first. So and especially, I feel like at a young age, that's how it feels because it's like. What's your self-esteem? You're still learning yourself. So it's like, you know, if you, that fear of rejection. Like, if I'm 16, 15, and I'm like 17, one of them ages, whatever. You're like, oh, he's cute. But what if he says no? It's like, damn. You know? <laughs> like, damn. He just and then you might have that fear for the rest of your, your life. life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, instead of doing that, let him just come to me. And if he doesn't. And then he doesn't. At least I ain't, at least I ain't get rejected. Yes. Yeah. But then okay. now, okay, I'm 27. Like, I don't care if you reject me. Like, I'm an adult. I'll it figure it out. Is. Somebody else come around. Mm-hmm. So it's like different perspectives, I feel like. All right. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> How much do you think a guy should spend on a first date? Mm. Y'all didn't prepare me for these questions. <laughs> been waiting for this <laughs> All right. That's a good question now. So... Your answer's wrong, Taz. We can do something. So this is the thing. Uh-huh. This is your first day, right? Yeah, like this is the first like, this first day. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I don't know because I can't really answer for everyone. But I feel like for nah, me, you answer for all the women kind. Woo! You are representing. You're representing all right, wait a minute. I got y'all. Okay. Okay. It depends on where we're going. Mm. I think. If our first date is we're going to play video like Dave and Buster's arcade okay. drinks and eat. I'm not really going to have a high cost expectation for that because it's like we're interacting we're having fun. Mm-hmm. So I can't really give you a number but as long as you're making sure I'm having fun and we drinking and we eating good then and I'm cool. Fine. So okay. I don't have a number for you. But now don't take me to Ruth Chris <laughs> and tell me I got to get an appetizer. <laughs> like, you can't take me to Ruth Chris and tell me to get an appetizer. Oh, nah. Like, I'm going to want a steak. So you need to come with a good 150, 175, maybe 200, just in case. Not saying I'm going to spend all that, yeah. but you it's your location. Okay. Don't take me somewhere that you know is costly and then look at me when I order the best on it. <laughs> So it all depends on how the expectation that you set, basically. Right. Okay. But then, okay, we still talk about initial. All girls, so Dave and Buster. All right, but that's the thing. I need oh, to add that, Philip. Like you can't play. just like. I know. Don't let don't the initial date be the, like the same bar. Like when you go, if you make it to a second date. I know y'all didn't. That's insane, actually. I know y'all didn't ask about it. How, how, saying, how much yeah. further are you trying to go in that second one? Because if I if I started off with like, all right, we're gonna chill, we're gonna go like. Go karting. So I'm, I'm following yeah. adventurous. I, I, okay. I, that could be like a smooth like 80 bucks. You know? Right. So are you expecting me to go with the next one? We're not even official. We're not even nothing serious. Would to go even further? I would say you have to be you be within that range. Yeah, or I, make I it so. you know, be creative in it. Like if you know how to cook. Man, cook. girls on your second day are then, not trying to have you cook for them. No nah, way. No, it depends. No way. It depends because on the vibe. There's, no, there's just... Well, yeah, for sure. But there's yeah. too many creep guys out there that, that are going there for regular dudes. Yeah, that's very so true. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like... If you were to say that, girls like, what you... Are you trying to Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to do that. that's like, true. Come on, man. So, nah, that's true. Nah, you got to definitely right. wait a little bit yeah. before you get in yeah, there. Yeah, maybe not the second day. That's right. That's right. But... 
if it's the second day, I mean, you need to add a little filler to it. Like, we're not just about to keep playing games every time we go out. Yeah, yeah I, I would say I wouldn't. You Yeah, you can't go to Dave Busters back to back. That's yeah. wild. Shit. I'm like, do you only think I'm, I'm good enough to score. Dave Busters? Like, no. No, that's wild. I mean, honestly, I would say your best bet is to just find somewhere else to go get some grub, honestly. Yeah. Some place that has a bar. Yeah. You can't really lose at that point. Like, if a girl tells you she don't like food, she's not the one for you, bro. She don't want to go out with you, obviously. Yeah. So. If she keeps trying to take you to, like, silent places, then it's enough. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, it just, it just really depends, man. Yeah. But I don't know. Location there was, is everything. There was some talk on Twitter about, um, I don't know if it was first dates, but, I mean, $250 uh, dates. Yeah. It was first dates, right? No, it was just $250. Oh, just, okay. So, two minimum. Oh, just two, no minimum, minimum for date. Yeah, $250. Um, that must include. Bass. I feel like that might work, like when you're like with rich or rich. Okay, because I feel like it's a say. reality. You're a scammer, like, yeah, you, okay. you gotta pay. You know, like if you got a drug dealer, yes, he should be paying too. Much. Yeah, you can't keep that money anyway. So, <laughs> 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 you're saying going to a steakhouse, you order two steaks. That's probably gonna be one forty. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay. The, then it's the, the gratuity. Size, the size are extra. They're Thirty, thirty-five. Right. Then you order drinks, so you spend them probably about three something. Yeah. Yeah. If you get more than one drink. Exactly. That's why we. She gotta have a flask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you put. You have her bring it into the restaurant with you. No. Y'all think I'm playing? Shorty going on the table. Like, you get one drink here, and the no, rest is in your get, pocket. We get the. We get the one drink, and then we take a big sip no. out of it. Fill them up with our flask real quick. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> no. On the first date, right? No, nah, not on the first date. How she, I, I can't set her up with a flask. I would just, I, if she brought one, though, she's lit. It's, it's so lit. It's so lit. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but like, that's lit. Like, we might be able to do this again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Man, yeah, we just haven't had any uh, um, women to bash in, while they were answering the questions. So. I have another question, though. Okay. Well, at least I haven't had it. I don't know about how they're bashing women. Nah. I think they. Go ahead. Um, nice so, <laughs> your man's driving. You and his mom are coming to the car. Who's in the front seat? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Your man is driving. You have the mom and you. Who sits in the front seat? His mom. His mom. His not mom. mom. Not your mom. Yeah, I mean, out of respect. It's we're dating. Are we married? Oh, this is Yeah, I think it depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. Are it depends. we dating? Are we married? I feel like me personally, out of respect for an elder, I'm just like, okay, I can send it back. But like where are we going to? Like I'm all about these locations. Like yeah, how see, far I, am I I've about noticed, to But so. it's like how far am I gonna be? I mean, how long am I gonna be in the back? But out of respect, I would say mom. Cause at this point, if I'm around your mom, like I have that same respect, like she's my mom, and I would let my mom sit in the front. So yeah, now I'm really processing it. Okay. I'll so sit in the back. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people feel uh, feel different about that. So um yeah, as you what do you see, guys think? Um, I, I think it's a car. Um, yeah, so like, <laughs> we going somewhere, and going like, you somewhere, know, and it really does Yeah, I was gonna where, say, where what was it? Whoever calls shotgun, whoever calls shotgun, maybe. I, I ain't, so I you just stay out of it. Yeah, I think out of respect, it's like okay, this is like my mom now. I was in. Nah, my mom don't get there in time for the front. She got to sit in the back. She loafed, and vice versa. <laughs> or y'all can drive and I'll sit wherever I don't care uh, you married, yeah. you go maybe you need to sit in the back yeah I'll sit in the back that might be even better depending on how far we're going because I'm not about to drive if it's too far you can lay out in the whole back yeah, seat I like the back so yeah. I can lay back there we are going out of town but yeah maybe depending maybe if I'm driving you sit in the back but if not I can sit in the back okay well respect Jasmine you've, uh, you've done an alright job of answering these uh these women-based questions. I know you wanted all the opposite answers. <laughs> Y'all gotta yeah. give me a good questions. Nah, I mean... Y'all give me good questions. Like, I'm, I'm one talk, of I, I feel like... One of those, I feel like, like those have been the main ones that we've had recently. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything anything else women-related. Um, and the perspectives were different? Well, no. Like I said, we haven't had that many women guests. So, oh, we yeah. have, so, we it's, been, so it's just based on you guys. We been, but uh, we started Women's Month off strong. Yes. I was going to say happy Women's Month. Mm. 
Did it for y'all. Yay. <laughs> Happy Women's Month. Yes. Exciting. And it's actually National Social Workers Month, too. Oh, oh there you wow. go. Wow. So I'll get two of those, you know. Damn, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, Jasmine, is there anything that you uh you want to leave the people of the podcast well with before we uh we wrap up this episode? Yes. Anybody want to shout out? You know what I'm saying? Little boo boo on the block. You know, if you want to <laughs> shout out, you know what I'm saying? Rob, Billy. Um, I want to shout out the imprint again. I want to shout out my planning committee for my launch party. Um, I really appreciate you guys. So thank you. I can't make this happen without you. And I just want to hope that everyone can make the event. Um, we have tickets on sale now on Eventbrite. So you can go to www.theimprintllc.eventbrite.com. So if you want to come to our event and support and learn more about mental health, definitely get your tickets. And um, do you also want to leave them with your uh, your social media information? Yes. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at LLC. And we have a website as well. So you can look on our webpage at www.theimprintllc.com. Kept professional. No personal uh, IG? You don't want nobody in the DMs? Uh, oh, I ain't Y'all can follow me on my personal. <laughs> Yo, <Jasmine>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, we're going to keep it business today. Okay. So yeah, Respect. at the imprint LLC. Respect. I gotta start giving out the instructions like for both your social medias and anybody you want to shout out at the same time. That's my fault. I failed you just now, Jasmine. It's okay. I'm sorry. No, it's not okay. <laughs> nah. But uh, I'll say, <laughs> um, you want to hook the people up with um, with your stairs to greatness? Uh, yes, most definitely. Thank I you mean, for not touching me this week. Nah. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna make that joke. But um, <laughs> this week's stairs to greatness oh. is the impact you leave on the people around you isn't always felt or seen immediately, but as long as you're focused on it and driving towards a positive goal, they'll always see it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Dr. Underscore Do Work. Twitter, same thing. Make sure you follow our podcast page, A-N-B period podcast, A-N-B period podcast. We give the content for y'all. We're working every day. Me and Bryce literally type 24-7 like, I'd be like, well, Bryce, leave me alone. I don't want to text right now, but he be blowing my phone up. I'd be like, but it's all good. Donzel, thanks for coming. Even though you were late, I got docked. You like a quarter or something like that. I'm very disappointed. You were on a great Donzel, track Donzel, us money now? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, nah. What? But, um, yeah, everybody who listens to the podcast, much appreciated. Everybody who gets this far in the podcast, always appreciated. And, all love to everybody who's tuned in and locked in. Co-host? Thank you, Alistair. Um, again, I don't have anything profound to say. I'm going to say something that I always usually say. Um, you know, get in where you fit in, man. You know, know your role and play it well. Or, or at least figure out your role and then play it well. Um, you know, every championship team um, has a star. But, I mean, you can still be a part of the championship team and not be a star. So, uh, always keep that in mind. Uh, it's important. Pick your spots. Hit your shots. Um, you can follow me on social media, Young Tamrak, Y-O-U-N-G-T-A-M-A-R-A-C-K. Um, and at the end of this episode, you're going to hear Outside by Eric Hardaway from his recent EP, To Her. Hardaway! This is the a Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Peace. Hello? Yeah. I'm from right now. Yeah. Look. Bring your ass, girl, I'm outside. When I pull up on you, all I wanna see is you, yeah. Baby, show me. Bring your ass, girl, I'm outside. When I pull up on you, all I wanna see is you, yeah. Baby, show me. Come.
here, girl, I'm outside, I'm outside Show you just how I ride, let's slide We gon' have a good time, a great time Baby, I don't waste time, I make time Young nigga from the east side, the east side Over on the west side, the west side Put in work, shorty, I hustle, I grind Can't nothing stop my grind, my drive I can see the same in your eyes and your smile Girl, you know I'm digging your style Will you carry yourself when you down? Come and kick it with me for a while Baby girl, say she down the ride Baby girl, let's not waste no time One in a million, hard to find Girl, I want your heart and your mind Baby girl, please don't bring no stress Throw that gas up, I'm kinda stressed Drag it up, baby, give me that You know what I'm saying, now I'm not playing Talking all that shit on the phone, who you playing with? Now we face to face, tell me now what you saying Put that dick on you, now you can't even say shit Right nigga for you, but the wrong one to play with <laughs> When I pull up on you, all I wanna see is you, yeah Baby, show me Bring your ass, girl, I'm outside <laughs>